Does he know? Who? Roland. About what? That they're they're gonna come get you. <laughs> oh god, your life might be in a little bit of danger. How did I forget? I don't know. I know Just, you like me, Frank, but no, I don't. Two things, two things. No, no, and no, I don't not have sexual urges. Frank's in love with me. We all know it. No, I can see that. He kissed me once. No, I didn't. You're the one that forced my head between your breasts. <laughs> In a very paternal and sweet way, <laughs> Roland describes to you the birds and the bees and has yes. the talk with you. Saloma used to say that if you're trying to get the truth out of someone, play all your cards but one. Mm. But I don't really feel like I have a card left. You begin the process of looking through her business shit. ledger. Shit. You begin to hear footsteps. Oh, shit, shit, shit. So you start, like, trying to quicken, trying to get to wherever you might have seen you flip to the last page that you can see kind of notes in and you just see left the swamp five in tow Florentine just written I think we should maybe try to find another place why 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 do you think this is a bad bad place I think I like Creve. she's cool I think she's working with someone do you have any any ill intent with us we've paid our our dues and we haven't gotten you in trouble. We're cool, we're cool, right? I'm sorry. Yes. Why are you following me? I need to be absolutely certain that you are not trying to commit nefarious deeds against me and my friends. I have told Quote, you that I'm not committing nefarious deeds. But you're lying to me. Everybody's in somebody's pocket. Who? I won't answer that. I misty step behind her, pulling a dagger, and I put it on her neck. Oh, shit! In the center of the lake, you can see a shape. It's hard to make it. But you begin to approach it, stepping and walking on the water out through the lake. The figure at the center of the lake appears to be some form of woman, but as you get closer, she looks broken and disfigured pieces missing exposed bone hair torn and matted in areas you can't see a face because the hair is covering it and it's just fixated toward you as you get close to her all the water below her begins to turn black and spread out from her and as it reaches you you are pulled under the water Rock, you are currently drowning. Make a con save. Is this separate from the one yep, that I did? It okay. is great. Uh, that's going to be a unnatural twenty again. Sweet. That is not too shabby. Oh, sorry, twenty-one, twenty-one. Emberstone chain. Hmm. You awake in your bed. It is dark. The room is pretty much pitch black. Uh, you cannot breathe. I can't breathe? Nope. The, do I, like, feel... You are drowning. Okay. Uh, I try to, like, spit up. What okay. is it? Uh, you try and push anything out of 
lungs, um, it feels strange. It is the feeling of having um, taken in a massive amount of water, uh, but you are not currently surrounded by water. Nothing is coming out of your mouth. That counts as a turn. Okay. A turn. We're in initiative right now. Because he's drowning. All oh, right. Do I immediately do something? I didn't know. Yeah, it's your turn again. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, this is round two. Great. Uh, I'm going to... Um, is Roland still asleep next to me? Yes. I'm going to try to wake him up. Okay. You, like, are frantically shaking Roland as much as you can. Uh, he starts coming to pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing? He's uh, kind of looking at you very confused. And, like, I'm, like, uh, motioning, like... To my, to my throat and chest and everything, then I, like, can't speak, Make I guess. Check. Yeah. There it went. Oh, no, baby. What was that? One. One. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Roland. He spent three rounds mm, trying to, three. as oh. he's waking up. Huh. You're beginning to start to get lightheaded. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's starting to get hazy around the corners of your eyes. Mm-hmm. And he starts to come to, like, realization of that this is, like, you are having a hard time communicating what it is because it is a, a strange feeling. It's not necessarily just like, oh, I'm choking, right? Mm-hmm. It's like something is vastly wrong. Mm-hmm. As, as you kind of start seeing him, the realize on his face, uh, you can see his eyes start to grow really, really wide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he jumps out of bed and runs straight for the room's door. Mm-hmm. Um, swings open the door and runs out of the room. What are you doing? Uh, is there... Are there windows in this room? No. No? I didn't think so. Um, this is round five. Okay. Um, what, all, what all's in the room with me? It is a very well-furnished room in the sense of, like, there's bed, there are vases, there are um, mirrors, there are... I mean, pretty much things that you would assume would be in a upscale bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything you're looking for in particular? Is there... Um, so you said that it feels like my lungs are full of water? Something. Of something? You cannot intake oxygen into your body currently. Hmm. Because, like, I can't intake oxygen because it feels like it's blocked from coming in or because I'm full No, because there is something in there. Okay, I'm looking around the room for something long and thin and pointy. <laughs> okay, make an investigation check. Okay. Oh, uh, sheesh, an eight. Question. I'm going to let you choose. Would you like to spend two rounds finding something like that, or would you like to abandon it after failing one round? Abandon after one round or spend two finding it? Yeah. I'll spend two and find it. Okay. Round five, round six. The corners of your vision are blacking Mm -hmm. and slowly, like, tunneling in. Mm -hmm. Um, You're able to find, uh, like, a broom Mm -hmm. that just happens to have, like, been kicked under the bed, something. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems, you're like, what the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. But it's just frantic searching at this point. It could have been hanging on the wall and it might have been taking you a while to find it Okay. Um, in your current state what are you doing? and he's pointy? Yeah. I mean like did you need like sharp sharp? 
Yeah, I was looking for something sharp, sharp. Oh, sweet. Uh, what do you want to find that's sharp, sharp? Oh, oh gosh. I thought you were just talking about like like a piece of wood. You can try and file it down. Uh, that'll take too much time. I will. Is it? It's a wooden broom. Yeah. I'm gonna try to splinter the wood. Okay, just try and break it over your leg. Yep. Make strength check. Okay. Eleven. Eleven. It is the 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 length of one round of time, mm-hmm. uh, but it counts as two as you are like physically having to force. Okay. Right, you are burning through oxygen rather quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, you are on round nine, but you have broken it, um, and there is a sharp point. I jab it into myself so that hopefully whatever is in me can come out. Okay. Make a strength check. Okay. Natural 20. Okay. Where are you jabbing it? Like right into lung region. Okay. That's your rib. Cool. No. Not your rib. You do. You pierce through your chainmail doing it. Mm. Um, effectively damaging it. Okay. Um, so you can mark down that you have damaged Emberstone mail. You can get it fixed I later. I it to sleep. You added it to your constitution save. Oh, that's true. Yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. As you puncture at your lung, you feel the, the sharp, sharp pain. You take 15 points of damage. Okay. Um, as you open your lung up through, uh, you gesture to your right side, so I'm just going to assume it's your right. Yep. You slip the cracked broom hit, uh, broom shaft, uh, between two of your ribs through the chain mail and puncture part of the lung. As you remove it, Mm -hmm. nothing comes out. Oh, God. Okay. Not even blood. Oh, blood. Okay. Yes. Good, good. But no, people. And whatever oxygen was in that lung. Ooh. Oh, cool. Oh, well. Tabitha. Oh. Your door busts open, <gasps> and Roland runs in. He looks frantic and very, like, he's looking around. He has no idea where you are in this room. I roll out and pull my daggers up. Okay, you do. Come with me right now. Okay. And he just takes back out of the room. Let go. Okay. Around the corner. Rourke. Make a con save at disadvantage for me. Okay. Uh, that's uh, 13. 13. Okay. As you are beginning in the process of blacking out from the pain, mm-hmm. from lack of oxygen, you see Roland round back in the room mm-hmm. um, with Tabitha in tow. Just behind him. Oh, okay. He's not, like, forcing you in. Roland looks at you, Tabitha, like, Hold him down! I run and I hold him down. He also goes in and form tackles. Rourke. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you're tackled onto the bed, Rourke. Mm-hmm. You are bleeding profusely. Mm-hmm. You take five points damage okay. from just bleeding out from holding your lungs. Okay. Uh, Roland... It begins pinning you down. Are you resisting at all? Nope. Okay. 
he... Can I take his little hair and tuck it behind his little face? You do. Okay. And you're just trying to, like, what is happening. Rourke, make a wisdom save for me. Okay. This is just pure fluff at this point. Uh, eight. Eight. He looks very scared. I'm not eight. saying that, like, out of, like... Let me take agency over your character. I'm just saying, like, he is. You are currently frightened, yeah, of the situation that is happening. Okay, she's just like mechanically, yeah, petting, <laughs> petting his little horns. Fair. Roland reaches over and pulls one of the knives, or you have your knives in your hands, or did you put them up to no, like pet us? No, I think I probably put them okay. in my arms. As you are, like, trying to petting, he grabs your wrist and starts to pull one of the knives out and flips it over to you. And he's just, I need you to cut right here. A deep, clean incision on the boy. I'm gonna hold him down through the pain. What if I, what if I miss? Don't. Okay. Make a dexterity saving throw if you're oh doing god. it. Oh god. Cooperating. Blue dice. I will say it's an advantage because Rourke is co- cooperating and is not uh, thrashing about because he's done fairly okay. well on con saves. <sighs> Your, um... 22. Alright. That advantage really came in. Barely enough. Mm-hmm. Roland holding him down as you slip the dagger into the right side of Rourke's neck, missing jugular and other important areas. It's very strange feeling like you're cutting into someone's throat in a way that is not to kill them. Um, It's not something you've really done before. I want to tell Rourke I'm sorry after I do it. Okay. Okay. Um, As you stick the knife in, you feel a strange amount of resistance in the neck. Resistance that's not usually there. Okay. Right? As you pull the blade out, there's not blood on it, but like black tar. You watch as black tar begins pouring out of Rourke's neck onto the bed, pooling around next to him. Roland holds on. You can start to see like marks where he's starting to like cry a little bit. Like it's just starting to like stream. Rourke, you instantly feel what feels like a release in your own neck. Mm-hmm. Um, but... <laughs> yeah. You do pass out from the pain. Okay. So you are, for all intents and purposes, unconscious. Okay. Am um, I still at 20 out of 40? Yeah. Just unconscious? Okay. I mean, you are, you are unconscious starting a long rest, basically. Yes. You've said sorry. You've pulled the knife out. You've watched as this tar-like substance has come out of his neck. Um, Roland's just like... And then is going to attempt a shitty medicine check. His hands are, like, shaking as he's kind of, like, trying to... Can I assist him? Staunch bleeding on the lung, especially. Um, yeah. Why don't you make a separate roll? Because I already rolled for him. That is cocked. You saw that? Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Fifteen. You calm him in a lot of ways. Like, 
steadying his hand, helping him actually staunch the bleeding, taking ripping some of the sheets and putting them in the perforated lung hole um, so that it just stops hemorrhaging. He advises against you touching the neck as you reach for it. He kind of just stops your hand as it's still just pumping out with each heartbeat, just this black tar from the neck um, that's pooling just on the ground next to it. What are you doing? What the hell? What is that? Wait, just... But what the... What? It's just... It's, it's something that happens. Just... That happens? And just... Oh my god! Help me take care of him. Are we all... Is that gonna happen to all of us? No, it's not gonna happen oh to you. Oh my god, did you just poison us? No, it's not poison. Oh, what, what the hell is that? It's a curse. On what? On, on Rourke? On the family. Oh. What is, is it? just... You just occasionally get black stuff that comes out, like once a month? No, it ain't like that. Just help me stabilize the boy. I Okay, I thought I did. You guys continue to work for like another hour. Oh, okay. You have to sit basically in the room and watch as the stuff just gets pumped out. Right? Well, and can I touch it? I hate his voice against it. It's not going to do anything to you. It's just filthy. What is it? Is it? What is? What is it? Is it blood? Mm. Is it blood? What the hell is that? Sure, shit, it's not blood, but uh. Oh, it's poop. <laughs> Audible. <laughs> Audible face palm. No, uh. No, it ain't. It ain't poop. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? What is it? <sighs> oh, I wish Frank were here because he's like magical and he could like see what it was and. Stuff like that. It ain't magic. Like I said, it's a curse. It's our namesake. Why are you guys cursed, though? What did you do? It's a long story. And frankly, I'm really fucking tired after that. So what? Well, we're just gonna sit here and watch it keep leaking out. We're gonna make sure that he makes it through the night. That's what we're gonna do. Makes it through the night? Aye. And he's gone and popped his own lung. Because he's trying to survive. (sighs) So we're going to make sure he doesn't tear himself up in his sleep. Okay, but he can't die. I ain't going to let him die. And you're not going to let him die. No. What do I do? Do I just sit here? We protect him. Is it going to happen again? I don't know. Sometimes these are worse. Sometimes they're not so bad. Worse? Has it happened to you? Aye. He, like, lifts up his neck and you can see the part where his beard is (gasps) split. Where there's a where there's a cut in a very similar fashion. It's a it's a horizontal line, right? Uh, or vertical. It's a vertical line up the up the neck between the Adam's apple and the jugular. Has this happened to him before? Uh, it's never happened to Rourke. Okay. So, okay, I'll just sit. I'll just sit. All right. Do you think there's like a bucket we could like? Oh, you want to go try and find one? No. Also, I'm just wondering. I said we just let it leak. Okay, that's really gross. I'm gonna roll him on his side. Okay. Like oh. a drunk person. <laughs> you see him roll very gingerly, Rourke, over on his side so that the perforated lung is up and that the cut is drooping across the neck so he doesn't want to put him on top of the perforated lung. Do you think we need a doctor or should we keep this on the DL? Ain't no doctor in this city that's gonna treat him. Oh, right, because you guys are weird. Okay. This has happened uh, another night. I had gotten one of your friends. 
to seal these. Do you think I should go get Zara? Because she's like a healing thing. <sighs> Wait, hold on. Sometimes she can talk in my brain. Hold on. Zara, SOS, Rourke is leaking black stuff. You say it. I just say it out loud, thinking it's sending. He waits for a second with you. Hold on. They're still like in a... There's a little bit more, just pumps out of the neck. Okay, well, she's probably just asleep. All right. Rourke. Yep. Make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Uh, 12. 12. In the blackness of your... Of your dreams, there are frogs. <laughs> um, makes sense. Makes sense, right? They would be there. <laughs> Only. No, it's really just a splurt of blood. Um, <laughs> that was so gross. But in the in the darkness of your dreams, you can almost hear a humming. Hmm. It's almost melodic. I it, it, it somewhat reminds you of pirate shanties that you grew up hearing on the sea, but it's just the voice of a young girl. There aren't words, it's just humming. You're not sure which pirate shanty it is, it's just, it's that sound of the sea, but it's just slightly off. You take seven points of psychic damage. Okay. You're still long resting. This is some weird shit, (laughs) y'all. Tabitha, a few hours pass with you and Roland, and then you start to see Rourke's body start to shake and starts seizing. Is this right? supposed to do that? And he's like, oh, I, I shit. I, um, just helping me hold him down. Okay. Uh, make a strength check. I'm not, not very strong. Fun fact with seizures, remove all breakable items so that they do not hurt themselves on it. How did you know that? I have first aid training. And put something in the mouth so I don't bite their tongue off. Or choke on it. Something oh. small like a Lego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Personal favorite like a, joke hashtag like a, a ping pong ball. Something small. Like That's a, a little bit too big. <laughs> That's really funny. A ten. A ten? A big gumball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably put a Lego in your mouth on it. <laughs> no. You're okay. You you actually hold him down fairly oh, well. Okay, cool. Um, especially with the aid of Roland, who is fairly big and burly. Um, but you guys get him on his back and keep him from reopening the especially the wound in his chest that's healing up. Mm-hmm. Or the wound in his side. Um, the neck is not pumping out as much as it had been. It's starting to trickle off, but there's still some fluid that is coming out as you guys hold him down. Rourke. Mm-hmm. Make one more wisdom saving throw for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, Natural yes. With my Rourke dice. That's what you Sweet. needed all nice. along. Okay. You begin to hear the singing again in the blackness. And you start to see something. Some very quick flashes, right? The lake that you were standing on earlier. The water around it. The girl standing in the lake. And you see her head look up at you. And then move closer. And as she gets closer, you just start feeling racking pain in your entire body. You feel your mind just being, like, assaulted with with words you don't know, can't understand. It's just thoughts and images and, and, and sounds. But it's just so much, it's like turning 50 TVs on, all on static, and trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, you take nine points of psychic damage. Okay. And then everything goes black. Tabitha, another two hours pass, mm-hmm. 
and Rourke begins to seize again. Ugh. Roland begins to reposition him and start holding him down. You're going to do the same? Yeah. Make another strength check. Zara, I know you're probably asleep, but I really need you to wake up. Five. Five? Okay. Uh, it is very hard to hold him this time. Um, and I can't do it. Roland is having trouble. He is thrashing violently and with more vigor and strength than you've seen Rourke possess in the past. Something seems... Make a religion check. Okay, you're so done. Five. Something just seems very otherworldly about it. (sighs) But you and Roland eventually get him under control. Uh, Tabitha, you take two points of damage just from being pummeled and trying Mm. to hold Rourke down. And Rourke, you take three points of damage from tearing your wounds open again. Cool. (laughs) But as his body begins to come to a stop, you note the, the last bit of tar or whatever pump out of his neck and it seems to be done. And his body begins to breathe easily again. You have successfully saved Rourke's life. Oh, is it? Do- is that it? Is it done? Bye. Is he okay? Bye. Shoot, do we wake him up? Do we let him sleep? I don't. What's the What's the protocol? We let him sleep for right now. Why don't you get some rest and I'll stay in here? No, I don't want to go in my room. Do you want to stay in here? I guess. The bed's yours then. Right, you can sleep in a chair. You can sleep under the bed. You can go wherever you want. I'm gonna take the chair over there. Okay. Look that way. Alright. He looks the other way. Okay, Tabitha's gonna get undressed and take a blanket and like burrito herself and then hop next to Rourke in the bed. Okay. You do. Is there a way to like put my hair up? I mean it's gonna take a while. Okay. I'll just burrito and hop in the bed. Okay, you do. But my like neck's like not really away. touching the pillow. No, I think my back's against his back. Okay. But I'm not, I'm just, I'm really wrapped up in this blanket. You are very burritoed. Uh, and when okay, you can turn around. <laughs> All right. He makes his way over to the chair, and he just looks really tired. Really, really, really tired. There are bags under his eyes that weren't there before. Um, and just a general demeanor of sadness as he sits down in the chair. Taking a long rest. Is he going to stay up? Hmm? Is he taking a sl- Is he going to sleep? No, he's not. You can go to sleep. That's all right, lass. I'm not, I'm not going to sleep. You need to sleep. I, I haven't done anything. That feels so weird. I know it does. Sorry, I had to witness it. Oh, it's okay. Is he okay? He will be. Okay. I hope. Okay. It's so weird. I've never... I don't know. Okay, stop talking to me. Then I just close my eyes. Hi. And Roland stays awake all night. Um, Tabitha, you sleep? I, yeah. Make a wisdom save. One, no, 19. You find sleep. Okay. Um, you will benefit from a long rest. Okay. Um, Rourke, you are long resting. With one hit point remaining. I know. Oh, I yes. was like, 
He's gonna die. I'm kind of early, y'all. The next day at the wharf, Zara and Frank, you awake to the uh, sound of the, the, the river rushing near you at the wharf, um, the sun beginning to peek through the boarded up windows. What are you guys doing? Hmm. I slept great. <laughs> I slept damn good. Good, me too. Good morrow. Good morrow. Good, good morrow. morrow. I'm in a damn good mood. Good I don't know why. Morrow. <laughs> and I looked at um, Dawson and I go, good morrow. I'm all. Mama! And he's kind of, you know, I do a little morning dance. Oh, so So, um, glad we're not at yeah. that other place, right? Yeah. Whew, that got weird. What? That spot. Like, things just... Oh, yeah, yeah, she was, uh, she was definitely keeping tabs on us. Yeah. Oh, Thanks well. for believing me. Yeah, well... I really appreciate it. I know it yeah. sounded crazy, but, I mean, she... Something just did not sit right in my it's gut. It's okay, it's okay. It's yeah. As long as you know you were vocal about it. And I mean, to you. Now we know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And probably Dawson. He, he hears a lot. He doesn't take in anything, though. Dawson? Um, it's Dawson, right? Huh, Dawson. <laughs> See, he doesn't understand shit. Um, I imagine we're, like, eating. Again, going back to taking care of Dawson. Like, eating yeah. a ration, sharing a ration over this yeah, I mean, there's, there's, okay, food is easily great. enough found in I want to make sure we don't make him, you know, a little prisoner of war again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. <laughs> Sorry to make you guys feel guilty. But still, focused on that a little bit. Okay, anyway, yeah. Thanks for trusting me on that yeah, one. Really yeah, appreciate it. No problemo. She didn't like threaten to kill us or anything, did she? No, she when we left. No, she was, like, okay. no. No. Cool. Wait. No, no, no I, I like Zara asking. Oh, sorry. Right, when she was upstairs, yeah, yeah. Good. No, good. She's just seemed a little bit pissed off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't want people who are like pissed off at me for breathing and drinking water and maybe looking through your notebook or something. Yeah. Come on. So, what no. are you gonna do today? Uh, I'm probably gonna drop by that uh, whatever place with the people. What was it called? The the solemn uh, solemnity guys. Yeah. Yeah. The the um the salientes. Mm-hmm. The solly lentils. The salty mm-hmm. lentils. That was what it was. That's definitely sure. what it was. Pause. I'm so sorry. Well, in conversation. Wait. Shit. Where's Tabitha? Hmm. Oh, Tabitha. She's um. Did we get a message from anybody? Is she here? Uh, I responded to you. I think that Tabitha was there. Oh, never mind, Frank. She's staying with work tonight. Oh. Why? 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 <sighs> they finally have a room together. They're probably sleeping in the same bed. I bet that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, kind of sounded like some cuddle time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know. All right. <laughs> Those beds are really nice. They're not that squeaky. Uh, yeah. Oh I deserve a nice bed. Um. Well, I'm gonna go shopping. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, just for like uh, things. Yeah, I got some things I gotta General shop for. Human living things. Because we're supposed things. to be like Food. in like cognito. Subtlety. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's you right. Know? I figured we should probably find something subtle. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'm obviously going to use a disguise thing. i got to think of who to disguise myself. Now. Yeah. I don't really have that, you know, I was thinking maybe, like, instead of silver armor, I'll be brown. I don't know. It could be good. And maybe there's a spray paint armor. What if I come in with purple? That's a little bit much. That's a little bit loud in my Clank opinion. Clank. Purple is loud. Purple is loud. Oh, yeah. Um, subtle, subtle, subtle. Um, may, I mean, you know, I think the least, the most subtle would be no armor. Because, you know, if you're just a civilian in rags, then everybody's just like, oh, it's a civilian in rags. Not. Yep. Yeah, Beast mode. <laughs> Do you think you'll come back to the wharf? Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. come back by the end of the day. Okay, I'll let you know if I, I do not come back. Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you, you want to go shopping with me? Telekinesis. <gasps> no, I'm good. Well, I'm shopping I want to check in on, on the salty lentil people right quick. Yeah. Make, see what their deal is. Okay. They're the religious ones, right? No, they're not. They're um, the I'm going ones. to the re religious people. Yeah, they're the ones I don't know much about. I'm hopefully going to get some my meditation on. And I go, I look at Duff and I'm like, um. Um, um. Yes! That's what I'm talking about. Okay, well, That's great. Sounds like you know what we're up to. Yeah. Awesome. Good morrow to you. <laughs> Good morrow. So I take a little slice of lemon and I back out moonwalking. Roll performance check. Thank you. Not mm. bad. Not bad. 16 with no adding. It's the start of a moonwalk. Oh my god, it's happening. It may not be a can full moonwalk. Well, well, it starts and then I realize it works. Can I just go, oh my god, it's happening. It's happening. And then I trip a little bit on the yeah, floorboard. Yeah, you trip a little bit on okay. the floor when you realize how good it could be. I'm going to do that at the solstice. Moonwalk? Yeah. I'm sorry. Kind of like, <laughs> it's like an F.U. to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> F.U. to the sun. I agree. The sun sees all. It's Corin's kryptonite. Moonwalk. <laughs> Just moonwalk just at like, oh, oh god! Before I do go outside, I would like to make sure no one's like actively watching the house. Okay, you try and get a a, a peek through uh, some of the windows on the front. Make perception check at disadvantage. Oh, that's bad. Um, eight. Doesn't look like anyone's watching. Great, Frank. If you need me. Just let me know. I doesn't. Wow. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn. She's out. Okay. Uh, which way did you head out of the swamp? Or the wharf? Blah, blah, blah. I feel like I'm headed to the craft barrel. No, no, but which way did you exit the, the wharf? Front door. The front door? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you did. And you begin making your way to the craft barrel. Thanks. Frank, is there anything you'd like to be doing? Yeah. Frank's just gonna... Frank's gonna walk to the door and use the sky self. Okay. He's what are you going, doing with it? He's going to disguise himself as the as the little boy that Tabitha killed. Oh my god. <laughs> Felipe? Little, that, the little that, boy. Philippe? The one the tiny little baby boy you killed. It wasn't a baby boy. Tiny two year old. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Alright. Hundred percent. Uh what do you look like? Um, however I don't remember I don't I Joe doesn't remember how what a kid looked like. Cool. Make an intelligence check. <laughs> oh, nice. Not oh, jeez, that's fine. All right, I have intelligence is like a bunch. Um, it's like 17. 17? 18, 19, 20. You look like him. All right. Good. Nice. Perfect. At least you think you did. All right, perfect. Okay, where are you going? Um, I'm going to go out in the in the street and um, find the nearest person. Okay. 
you walk up to a person. Firstly, uh, make a uh, investigation check for me. Um, hey. That is a 19 plus some stuff. Okay. That is like 20, 26, 27. Cool. Like that. Describe the person. Um, the person is a six foot tall man, I guess, with um, red hair and a red beard and does not wear a shirt for some reason. His pants are too long. Shoes that don't look like they fit right. He was wearing gloves for some strange reason, but I don't think he's ever worked a day in his life. And um, he's covered in just kind of street stuff, and he looks very disheveled, and he's probably sad. Aww. <laughs> okay. Hey, you walk up to this fellow. Uh, hello, sir. How are you all? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just lost in this town. I'm looking for a place called the the, the salty the salinities or something like that. Do you know? Do you know that of that family? I'm scared. So. I don't know no family by the salinities. I know. Well, okay, okay. I'm looking for my father. I have some herbs. I'm supposed to give to him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like herbs. Oh well, I mean. Uh, Good, good day, sir. Well, wait, what family are you looking for? Uh, for the, the, what, what are the families in this place? What, what are they? <laughs> what do you mean? What, what are all of them? All of the families? We're coming in and out of that accent. He's just like, mm. he's just like scratching his chest. Like, oh, good gracious. What? <laughs> which which one? What, the, what families? There's lots of families. Well, there's one that starts with an S, isn't there? Look, Solianos! Solianos, I think that's the one. That must be the one. Could you point me in the direction that they are, dear fellow? Oh, oh yeah, they're in the Sunset District. How beautiful. Could you point me in the direction of the Sunset District, please? Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm a little boy and I need to find this place. You need me to take you there? I, that would be much appreciated. All right, I'm not doing anything right now either. I didn't think you were. Thank you, sir. <coughs> All right. Follow <laughs> me, little boy. All right. Oh, you. no. What's, <laughs> what's your name? Um, Dave. <laughs> Dave, it's a pleasure to meet Dave you. Hofius, yes, sir. <laughs> of the healthiest trust, yes. Dave Hofius, the healthiest trust. Sounds like you got money. No, we, we sell wheelbarrows. Sounds like you got lots of money. <laughs> Not very good, very good. No, I don't like to talk about my family interests. Of course. Uh, is there anything I'm uh, getting for this trip? Um, well, I, I don't have any money, but I can give you a scoop of this herb, whatever it is. Oh, let me see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> one moment. Can you t- turn around? Oh, sure. Turns around. Um, Frank digs through the invisible bag, I'm sure, because that bag is big and he's he's an eighteen year old kid, right? He digs through the bag and he pulls just a out baby boy. just a just like a handful of dirt or whatever it is of the green herb. Okay. He shows it to the man. He's like, you can wait. So you're actually pulling out the herb, or you're pulling just, out just like a, ha- a small handful of the herb. Okay. Of the, the substance. Of the substance. He's still looking the other direction. Please turn around, sir. Oh, okay. Here's the herb I was speaking of. Oh, let me see. What, what is this? Oh, come on. That dance. That dance for a long time. Oh, can, let me see. Just a little pinch. Just, uh, just a tiny bit, sir. It takes okay. a little pinch. I don't know 
He's just like massaging his like chest hair. Oh, his red is curly like chest hair. Just like where he just kind of rubbed away a little bit of the yeah. chest hair. Maybe. I mean, he's been doing this a while. It could just be leprosy. I don't know. Oh, good lord. <laughs> leprosy. Good lord. It exists. Okay. It exists in my fantasy world. <laughs> What's a good fantasy world? <laughs> a little bit of leprosy. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Just follow me. All right then. What's your name again? Dave Hofius. Dave Hofius. That's right. Trust. The Hofius yes. Trust. You got lots of money because of wheelbarrows. Lots <laughs> and lots of money. You're gonna give me some more of the green stuff that don't do shit. <laughs> and he turns around and starts leading you in a direction. Frank's first. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And that's how Frank died. <laughs> again. again. Oh my god. No, I'm kidding. Uh, you are currently following this. And he took Dawson, question mark? This man. I don't know. Did you take Dawson? Um, no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Dawson no. is alone at the wharf. Frank completely forgot about Dawson, <laughs> to be honest. That's why he's arresting Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. <laughs> Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. I was trying to do Hello's Darkness. Oh, I knew friend. exactly. What okay, you good. Yeah. I mean, I was, tr- I was trying to get it like, but it's kind, of, it's kind of like too many syllables. Anywho, uh, let's see how Dawson reacts to being left alone for the first time <laughs> since you met him. Maybe this time. Okay. Bull in China shop. You're fine. <laughs> you know, we all gotta take these steps in parenthood. I remember the first time I was left alone. My parents went to Blockbuster, and then they came back. And it was a great moment in my life. It may not be such a great moment for Dawson. <laughs> okay, that's my story. Damn. Anyway. Sorry, you make it to the cracked barrel. Feet. Um, you again see bell. the familiar sight. Um, I'm going to try and remember all the voices ever. Is it um, busy? No, not really. That's nice. Um, but it does, as you open the door, smell of fresh biscuits. <gasps> Just a wonderful... Wonderful I thing. I love it. Mmm. And I go up to the front counter. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. I ring a bell. Good morrow. You go up to the crack barrel. Shabba de doo, shabba de doo. Gotta find. And you see the familiar face of Hildo, who sold you your cobalt panties. Hi, Hildo. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. Insight check. <laughs> Make an insight check. Wanna know? Oh, uh, natural sixteen. I can add some stuff if you would like. He's he's good. Okay, good. Uh, good. He's, he's chill as fuck. Hello. You want a biscuit? Yes. He gives you a biscuit. Ah, oh, thank you. Just like you know, if you can purchase something, that'd be cool. Oh, I intend to. Um, Hildo, show me thine finest gems. What? You heard me. Show me the gems. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's how rich people talk, Hildo. It's not. Show me what you got, Hildo. Show me that play, play. <laughs> okay. Great. I just imagine you like Tom Habbard for dancing around him right now. <laughs> he... Basically, I'm homeless. He goes in the back and 
and comes back with a very, very small lockbox that he opens up in front of you, and it is petty pieces of jewels. I mean, some probably look fake. It's like, maybe it's a ruby, maybe there's also just like a, a, a quartz rock that's just in there. Um, it, it looks, uh, make a, make an insight check again. Well, you know what, with your insight check from earlier, it, it looks like a personal keepsake box. Oh my god. Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> Thanks. Wow, good taste, good taste, man. Sure and I just slowly close the lid. Oh yeah, it has that effect. And I want to look at, like, just pull the nearest thing. So is this a toy? What age range would you say this toy is? Thirteen and down. <laughs> what did I pick up? <laughs> What did you pick up? Okay, and we're really living in the universe that I am in my brain. It's the classic um, golf peg, uh, golf tee. It's it's peg, pegboard. Yep. Yeah. For ages thirteen and up. For thirteen and down. <laughs> down. Oh, so you're not allowed to I play mean, if you're older than thirteen, bro. <laughs> we are in medieval times. We gotta be smart. Okay. Yeah, you don't want the, the those adults are gonna use those as murdering tools. Three and you're just well. I really appreciate this, and I will put down how much is this. Uh, it is a negligible amount of gold. Uh, you can pay one gold for it. Ding! You do. Thanks, Hildo! Thanks. Moonwalk away. Enjoy. You moonwalk out of there. Thanks. Hi, folks. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to The Quest Company. This week's episode is brought to you by our splendid sponsor, Castor and Pollux, makers of mystical jewelry and geeky novelties. Quest Company listeners can go to castpollux.com and get 15% off of your entire order of dice, jewelry, and other nerdy accessories by using the code THEQUESTCO at checkout. That's a great deal. We're happy to share it with you. If you order a set of dice or a cool piece of jewelry from Castor and Pollux, make sure you send us a picture and we'll feature you on our Instagram and Twitter. And if you're a fan of the Quest Company, you love the show, and you want to help us keep growing and improving, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It is a huge help to us, and we read every review that comes in. If you love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please check us out on Patreon. You can help us with necessary expenses and with purchases that will help us continue to improve the quality of the podcast. We have multiple patron tiers available so that you can contribute as much or as little as you're comfortable with and every little bit helps. If you'd like to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash Podcast. Patreon subscribers also get a special role in our Quest Company Discord along with some other great physical rewards like West Coast stickers and buttons, and we've got some other fun stuff in the works, too. We also have a Ko-Fi now, Kofi, coffee, that thing, you know what it is. If you want to help us out without worrying about monthly costs, that's another great way to help support the show. Big thank you to Gigi for being our first Kofi supporter. You can find the links to the Patreon, Kofi, and Discord server on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. We've had more awesome art come in since our last episode. Thank you so much to Tiny Tim at Tiny Tim TV on Instagram, Gigi at Gigi underscore does underscore art on Instagram, M Burgundy at M Burgundy on Instagram, and Sebastian at Cobgoblin on Twitter. Gigi grew some great pictures of Rourke and Tabitha, and Tim made a really cool 3D image of Gers and Shalba. Remember them from back in like episode 30? Tim does because Tim just started listening to us a few weeks ago and he's already caught up basically tim is killing it 
M. Burgundy sent us a bunch of sketches of the gang with a drawing of Frank with her OC, Adela. Uh, those are all really great. And Sebastian made the coolest pixel art gif of Rourke. If you haven't seen all those fantastic pieces, go check them out on our Instagram and Twitter or on the fan art page of the website where we have a gallery of all the art that people have sent us. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us at The Quest Company and use hashtag The Quest Company so that we can see it. I'd like to take a moment to thank Mr. Joseph Cash for the wonderful music he composes for the Quest Company and Tabletop Audio for providing the ambient sounds you hear on the show. If you want to listen to more of Joe's music, you can hear all the songs from the podcast on soundcloud.com slash thequestcompany, and you can find Joe's personal work at josephcash.bandcamp.com. If you need atmosphere to set the mood for your next tabletop gaming session, head on over to tabletopaudio.com. If you'd like to contact us, you can do so directly through our Connect page on our website or by finding us on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at The Quest Company. While I've got you here, I'd like to give a shout out to our fellow Nash villains, Chasm Quest. They're diving into their second season, and if you haven't checked them out, there's no time like the present to go give them a listen. Go follow them on Twitter, at Chasm Quest, so you can keep up with all the shenanigans the Rowdy Boys are sure to get into in Season 2. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action. Thank you for joining us here at The Quest Company. Hi, we're Chasm Quest. Come with us as we voyage across the Chasm Sea and into a heroic adventure into a new world. The quest is dangerous. I want to ride that sword down his body, like, <laughs> just, like split him in half. Mysterious. There's something about the new lens. There's nothing that can prepare us for what's to come. And very, very rowdy. We lick each other's nostrils. <laughs> oh, God. Listen to Chasm Quest, all one word. Everywhere podcasts are streamed. Now, let's set sail. Frank, uh, you are led by this red-haired gentleman who you don't know who he is. Um, I've not asked his name yet, have I? You have not. No. But you follow him up a similar path that you took in the Pearl, the through the Pearl District to get to the Red District. It being in the southernmost quadrant, it kind of like has some familiar, like, this leads to everything, right? Okay. However, when you get to the uh, wall that is kind of like the large portcullis to get into the Red District, instead of going straight on through, there's like a side door that's in that thing, that, 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 that large uh, kind of like under-the-wall hallway, mm. right? Um, and you pull into a completely separate area that you have never been to before. Okay. It is a large... Uh, open area unlike pretty much anywhere else in the city you haven't seen anything like it there's large like training grounds there uh, appear to be like archery stations and sparring pits and very quickly it becomes apparent that the Saliano family probably run the security and or military of all Glento. You are in the Sunset District. Uh, then, thank you sir. Is, You're quite welcome! Uh, I just asked your name. What is your name sir? <laughs> Your, your name. Gurniel Saliano. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Trent. Oh, Trent. What a... Oh. Trent. Lovely name. Oh, it's a pleasure. Lovely name, T- T- Trent. Oh, okay. Um, so, where is this Sully at Sully Sailors on Anus place? Where is it? Well, it's a big building over on the far side of the wall. You, you can't miss it. It's that one. 
Oh, perfect. And you see like a large, pretty much like, it's almost like a smaller fort-like structure. It looks like a large oh. barracks. Oh, oh what, what, so you say they are the military. It looks like there's the, the, the sort of military of this area. Um, do you know the kind of security they have at, at, the, at the gate there? Pretty much all of it! <laughs> <laughs> like, the best security you could have, just like, all the security! Wonderful, wonderful. They um, provide protection for, like, the outer-lying farms and, you know, the, uh, the walls okay. and... Okay, well, right. you're, you're speaking quite enough. I love what you're saying. Great. Perfect news. Perfect. Can Your you... voice changes quite a bit! I have a disability. Can you lead me towards the gate there? <laughs> I'm gonna make that dis- disadvantage just because you said that. That actually helped you. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. I had a cousin with well, one. Please don't bring it up. <laughs> okay. Hurry This makes me upset. Don't want that. I don't want that. So can you bring me to the, to the gate, please? Absolutely. Thank you. So he starts walking you over there. Alright. Um, you guys get there relatively quick. I mean, it's just like a... It's a fenced-off large training ground area. The the This whole district looks like it's pretty much dedicated to, like... The training, and it looks like a boot camp kind of establishment. There are barracks for what appear to be, like, lots of guards, um, but the place you have been taken is just this large... It almost looks like if you turned, like, a lesser version of Maria's house, the Florentine house, Mm. into a barracks, right? Like, it's still a wrought iron fence around it. Um, There are guards on patrol. It just looks like a nicer house, though, that is functioning as, like, a seat of this family. Right, so... Perfect, I'm here. Thank you so much, sir. And I reach out my hand and I just sh- I try to shake his hand. Okay. Just try to shake it. Make a deception check, unless you don't care. I don't care. Oh, okay, then you don't have to worry about it. He reaches your hand and eventually, it, like, it's immediately, like, slippery and his hand kind of goes in the illusion of mm-hmm. your hand. Mm-hmm. He's gonna make a check to just see if he's like, what the fuck? It's a bold, bold move, Cotton. He plays out. He's not like, what the fuck. Okay. Because he passes out on the ground. Perfect. Just on the ground. Weak biscuit. And I start to walk towards the gate. (laughs) (laughs) That you do. Funny. Power move. (laughs) I have to roll three things real fast. (laughs) Okay. Good enough. Okay. You make your way to the gate. You notice two guards standing at the the gate uh, amongst the plethora and other areas. Um, but both, like, hold out a hand as you approach. I what you want? Um, can I get in? Who the fuck are you? Um, my, um, I'm sorry. My name is, um, is Dave Hofius. I am here... Like Dave? Y- yes, that is my name. I am here on behalf of Lord Anton of Crestport, and I would like to speak to your leader, please. Please. Give us a minute. Of course, of course. And the guy that was talking to you turns around and heads back towards the towards the building himself. You watch as several of the other guards in the yard as he's walking. He's just like, and like they all turn and start coming to like, just be in the closer area. Okay. And there's one dude just standing right near you that's just chewing on something. Can you not chew so close to my face? It is. It is it, I'm not bothered by it, but it is. Close to me. I'm trying to make him seem as pretentious. Can I roll for pretentiousness? Make performance check. Uh, 
dear God, I should have not. Or deception, that. one of the two. Okay. Uh, well, that does. Uh, well, so let's 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 say uh, they're both. Uh, let's say uh, six. It's eleven. Eleven. Pretty damn. Like yeah, as you say that, he starts chewing louder. <laughs> That's fine. It's fine. I'm not bothered by it at all. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. May may I enter, please? You wait. I am waiting. Patiently, if I might add. <laughs> Good. <sighs> um, so, um, what do you think about the, the weather? Do you like the weather? Zara, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> um, moonwalk out. You you do. Similar to your first one. I look at my toy. You look at I your say, pegboard. Man. Has weird runes written on the piece of wood built behind the pegs. Not really sure what they mean or say. Can't I read the say, language. Man, I ain't got time for play today. And I go back to the wharf. Okay. You begin making your way back to the wharf. Mm-hmm. Rourke. And Tabitha. You both wake up at a similar time. Uh, Rourke, you cannot help but feel the mass amount of pain in your chest, mm. or in your side, and in your neck. Mm. You have a, like, serious injury. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about what that means, not, like, right now. Okay. Right? But you have a serious injury. Am I still in a, in a puddle? Uh, it is mostly dried. Okay. But... Yeah, cool. You got battleground triage. Nice. <laughs> it's not nice. No, I mean I figured. No, no, I'm, I figured. I'm with you. I just wanted. It's to... not wet currently. Okay. I mean the bed would be damp because you're laying on it, but mm-hmm. like it's not just like a pool. Okay. The bed has soaked up most of it. Okay. Tabitha, you awake in your burrito as well. Both of you can see Roland just kind of sitting in the chair in the corner, just watching. Hi. Oh. Hi. Why are you naked? Well, I'm in blankets, and I got in the bed, because I thought you would like it if I slept in a bed, but I always feel too dirty to sleep in a bed, and that's why I don't sleep in a bed. I just, I just, like, with my good, is, is she on the side where, like, my good arm would be closer to her? I assume she, yeah, I actually assumed that she would be on that side. Okay. I just, like, as she's saying that, I'll just, like, grab her and, like, pull her close. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't exert yourself. I'm you not. I'm like not. freaking out, thrashing, and ro- I felt bad, and I, I'm not Zara. I don't know what to do. She wouldn't answer my message. It's okay. Messy bench. Thank you. It's okay. Thank you. It's okay. It was really scary. Yeah, it was. This is not comfortable. I don't know why rich people sleep like this. In a, in a bed? I did not like it. It wasn't uh, the most ideal circumstances for your first time. You were bleeding black shit everywhere. It was really messy. Do I remember that? You didn't see any of it. Yeah, you passed out. Okay, yes. yes. Well, I mean, like, also, like, right, like, looking down towards it. Like, it wasn't Tarantino spray. It was, like, globbing out because of thickness. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I just remembered, like, the feeling of it. Yeah, you would feel the, you would remember the feel of, like, release. Okay. Just... You didn't know what was coming out of your neck. Okay, okay. And now, do I, Rourke, 
know anything about any of what happened. No. And I hate to break it to you, but you're cursed. And you had black stuff just, I mean, it was fucking gross. It was just leaking, like poop. What are you, what are you talking about? Roland, what's you talking about? your neck and it spilled black stuff. And then Roland said that you were cursed. And now, just once a month, every month, you're going to just bleed out this stuff. It's normal, but gross. Welcome to hell. What's going on? What, what does she mean cursed? What do you mean cursed? What's like he's very unsettled right now. Oh, are you awake? Yeah, Roland's awake. Oh. He looks very sad. Like he looks very sad and tired. Looks like somebody that has run all through the night. Well, don't, don't just let him sleep and I'll sit with you. <laughs> breathe, boy. Just breathe. <sighs> What happened? I woke up and I couldn't breathe. And but you can breathe now, so do it. <sighs> you like passed out hard. Yeah, I woke up and I felt like I was drowning. I mean, you kind of were. Apparently. Why did you stab yourself? Because I felt like there was something inside me, and I didn't know how else to get it out. I tried to make myself throw up. Throw so up. You stabbed or, yourself. Well, nothing would come out. I got. I got scared. That, that's okay. I'm not saying you can't be scared. I'm just saying I could have probably stabbed a little bit neater. But it's nobody's well, fault. Nobody's fault. We didn't know what was going like on. I, pa- I felt like I was about to black out and I panicked. I just broke a broomstick and, and shoved it into my torso. I didn't know what I was doing. That's kind of badass, but also stupid. Yeah. Badass, yet stupid. I felt like I was dying. I mean... You were. What? Roland, what happened? He leans forward in his chair. Um, I'm going to tell you a story, lad. Can I, can I listen, too? Yeah. Okay, can you Can you just look that way for a second? I just, I just like, pull her tighter wait, for a Wait, second. wait, wait, wait. He walks away for a second. You look that way. Look over there. I do. I get dressed really fast. And then I re-burrito and sit on the bed. Okay. You this do. part, I like. Mm. I sit. I do pull it close again. Okay, I take it. Okay, go, go. It's a story, like the ones I used to tell you. Yeah? About ghost ships and treasure and pirate kings and (laughs) old sailor curses. (coughs) But this story is true. Before your time, hell before my time, there, there was a great captain by the name of Ramsey. He sailed... Uh, you know, he, he sailed uh, with a crew out of some foreign country off the coast of the Cobalt Sea. And one day, uh, he and his crew came across a castaway adrift in the open sea. Ramsey ordered a line thrown, and the castaway pulled in. But when they pulled the poor girl aboard, they were horrified. She stood before him battered by who knows how many days at sea her body weren't right pieces missing and parts that weren't all facing the right way but there she stood as Ramsey approached she addressed him by name 
and told him that he wasted his time in the service of other men. That he could be more than just a king's puppet. But Ramsay knows what she told next, because he had her escorted to his private quarters. She's never seen him again. But when he came out, the vessel changed course for the south. Any of the crew that were skeptical kept it to themselves. Captain had never let him down before. Why would he now? They sailed for days to the south. Ramsay pushed him like a man possessed. But eventually, they made landfall on a jungle island. They drew straws for who was going to venture into the jungle with Ramsay. Twenty men ventured into that jungle with him. And after three days, only Ramsay returned. The few men that had stayed back at the boat were in shock at the monster that approached. It had fangs, horns, and dark indigo skin. <gasps> That's you. But they knew by its walk that it was the captain. No one knows what happened to those twenty men, and not a soul asked. All the captain said was that the black water took him. Captain Moore never quite the same. He began hiring an on new crew, ones that didn't mind questionable work. When the new crew heard about what happened to the twenty men and the captain's famous words, they started whispering about the Blackwater captain. A calling card. And a new name. Soon legend spread of the unkillable Blackwater captain. As his infamy spread, so did his power. Pirates and brigands flocked to the captain at the promise of treasure. Two years later, when the last of his crew, the old crew, passed away, was the ship's cook, an old elf by the name of Desidero. He's my mentor. He told me stories like I did you. This is the last story he ever told me, for he died of old age. That's the story of our name, boy. Your name. But now you've seen her. It's a curse I never wanted for you. Not all Blackwaters see her. None of us know what she wants. But everyone that has seen her, she's driven them mad. I told you earlier that your ma was slipping. I think she's given herself over. To be honest, boy, I think she gave herself over the day she killed your granddad. She's searching for something. I just don't know what. But I don't know what the water's whispering in her ear. Did you hear whisper stuff? Did you, like, hear voices or anything? I did. What did it say? I couldn't make it out. It was, it was a voice, but in a tongue I couldn't understand, saying words and singing songs that I knew, but I didn't. But I saw her in the middle of a lake, mountains surrounding her, and I walked out in the water toward her. The water went black and sucked me under. Get it? Black water? Yeah. Did you get that part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just checking. I caught it. That's when I started feeling like I was drowning. So you've seen her too? 
I, I have, lad. Nor will. She ever say anything to you that you could understand? Not a single word. I figure when she starts saying things you understand, that's when you lost. That's fair. Maybe you're never supposed to understand. Maybe. So this... And I, like, gesture to my neck, this happened to you? Hi, lad. He lifts his neck up and you can see a scar that you've seen before that he's made up all different kinds of stories for. Probably a joke at this point, because it's a different story each time. Right. And my mother has the same scar? Mm Mm-hmm. How long ago was that that Ramsey found the black water? <laughs> well, I'm not sure, lad. Long as an elf lives. What, is, what does that mean? A long ass time. Okay. Long ass time. <laughs> this is uh, this is a lot. I mean, I. So what? We were humans before. I just thought that we were what we were. I told you what I know, lad. I know, I'm not, I'm not saying you're holding anything back. I'm just, I'm just processing. It's... But I'll let you know, the look on his face when he told me that story. He weren't lying. I believe you. Do you think there's like a cure we could find? <laughs> One Blackwater was looking for a cure, once. Who was it? His mother killed him. Who? My granddad. Who's your granddad? Bernie Blackwater. Oh, so he was looking for a cure. He was looking for something. So not a cure. I don't know. But he sure wasn't acting like his mother's acting. Where did he go look? Everywhere. We scoured the Cobalt Sea. So, so, We tried to find that island mentioned in the story. And I told my granddad what Desidera told me. We went hunting. Not to bring up any family strife, since now, you know, you're cursed. (laughs) But... We've been cursed. Look at us. Do you think your mom maybe is looking for the same thing? Maybe, isn't that why she, maybe she was like really mean to you? Because the lady told her to be? I don't know. I mean, she wasn't meaner to me than she was to anybody else. I... I don't know what she's looking for. If she's looking for something, I'm... Roland would have a better idea than I would, and he doesn't know. All I know is that the crew that's currently with her has pretty much said she's gone off the deep end. Okay, so we'll just go find her, see what she's looking for, and then if she's crazy, we'll just kill her. I don't ever want her to find what she'd be looking for. Well, what do you think she's looking for? I think she's looking for this island. But I think she wants to go there for a different reason. What else would be there? Whatever Power. made Ramsey great. Whatever that thing might be whispering in her ear. Whatever happened to those 20 men in that jungle. Oh, shit. Whatever power she might have been promised. That's what worries me. Well, um, this has been very insightful into the Blackwater history. I'm sorry I had to witness it. Oh, that's okay. But thank you for being here and helping me save the boy. You're welcome. And the bad experience, never doing that again. Maybe try again in the future under uh, less stressful circumstances. 
Okay, do you feel okay? No. Should I should we should I go try to find like a physician? Uh cuz you really like fucked up your lung. I know. Like you stabbed it. I know. I, like straight up stabbed your lung. I I know. What the hell why? Because I was panicking and dying. Just take a breath. Well, don't, because you couldn't. But I'll, I, I can, I can ask Maria now since I can go, if she has like a physician or something. That might be wise, or at the very least. Well, no, we don't need Zara to come here because we don't need. We don't need to have people going. I don't want to talk to her because she did not answer my message, and I was really freaking out last night. Well, well you can't just. Send her. She has to send it to you first. Oh, got it. So I can't just say stuff. Right. Hmm. Got it. She's got. She's. She's got to call you. Oh, okay. I won't be mad at her if I see her. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. And you guys should probably still talk about the prostitute thing. I know that this was like a lot, but that that was that would probably. Be yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably good. But thank you. Yeah. Um, for helping save my life. You know, I'm probably going to have to do it again. And if we... He won't be drowning like that ever again. I thought you said it was monthly. It's not monthly, Lars. <laughs> weekly? Nope. Bi-weekly? Nope. Quarterly? Once. Once ever? Once you oh! Get, once you cut it out, it doesn't drown you. It's like a rite of passage. Now you're a man. <laughs> Thanks now for helping me become a man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of dramatic for that. Yeah. It seemed worse. Now you're a Blackwater. Wow. All right. It's getting really cheesy for me. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to go subtly get with Solomon. I'll try to get you a physician. If you just... If Zara you might you might want to tell Maria to just come in here. We we should probably explain I'll at take, least bare bones. Explain. I'll take care of it. Okay. Yeah. Do you think she has like a staff? Because th- this shit is gross and it's just sticky. Yeah, I'm sure that there's somebody looking at it, it. Rourke. This is a big red blotch that's near your body, but there's also just like this pitch black stain that was next to your where your head was. Mm. I just don't want her to come in here and get like the wrong idea. I'll take care of it. Okay. Physician, if Zara walks by, I'll send her up this way. Just let them know what's going on. I can explain more to them later. Hey, can I give But tell them not to worry. Okay. Can I give you some advice? Sure. Back in the day, in Sloan's Guild, I used to, like, cut my tendons and then walk around the street like, oh, my legs hurt. And then people would take me in, and then they would tell me stuff because they felt bad because I was hurting. You should really work this injury. Milk it for everything. I mean, yeah, but also you acted like you cut your tendons? No, I mean, I sometimes cut them. Oh. All right. It's yeah. hardcore. Yeah. yeah, well, just, you know. You're in, you're hurting, right? Yeah. Well, so is Maria, so level with her on that and get your subtle questions that way. Okay. That's what I would do. Though you don't have to cut your tendons. It's actually, it's actually really hard to do. Yeah, he's pretty fucked up already. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I'll use what I got. <clears throat> yeah. 
takes some it takes some skill. Okay. So. I'll see you in a few days. Okay. I'm going to hug you, so just be still. Okay. I don't do this very often. Do it gingerly. <laughs> the perforated lung. Oh, okay. And she hugs Rourke, and I think it's the most genuine, light little hug. Yeah, I, I, you know, hug back and just give you a, like a kiss on the forehead. That's just like very like platonic, but it. like a thank you, an understanding. A, we just went through something. She'll take it. Yeah. Now I know they they hug, they kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it.